1: wherever podcasts are available. You're listening to Book Club Babes. Let's get into it. Uh, Hello? Hello?
2: Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi. How are you? How how are you? How are you?
1: How are you? I am good. I was just... Driving with teaching my niece how to drive, riding dirty. And you were riding uh, dirty. Uh, uh. Was she? You? She was in the driver's seat. She drove the whole
2: time. Were you in the trunk? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! She's doing good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm impressed.
2: Oh, she's awesome. come a long awesome. way. She's
1: come a long way. That's awesome.
2: Yeah. Did she go through the drive-through?
1: Yes. I made her go through the drive through I made her get you, me gas and I made smart. her fill up my um, windshield wiper fluid. Perfect. <laughs> yes. So smart of you. That's so smart.
2: Going through the drive through though. I will say like, it took me a long time to be comfortable doing that. It's very scary. Mm-hmm. And people don't think like no one ever taught me how to go through the drive through I just had to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to have someone teach you. You're so smart. I know, and beautiful like... and funny <sighs> and considerate and kind oh
1: but barf <laughs> come on that's too Can't much take a compliment no, no. not enough not enough <laughs> what the heck was that about anyways how are you beautiful friend who is my favorite oh. friend who always With pushes big me old to acne grow acne on my chin I, <sighs> if you had an acne that was the size of your face I would still say That you are the most beautiful friend that I have. I hope you'd be worried, though, if I had an acne (laughs) the size of my face. I would say, I think we need to go to the doctor, but (laughs) you're still beautiful.
2: maybe a problem with your face, but you're beautiful inside. (laughs) Oh, gosh, I'm good. I'm shooketh, though, because I did a little afternoon craft. I Mm -hmm. made my fruit
1: banana hammock a
2: hammock <laughs> it is a banana <laughs> hammock yeah but it's for oranges and apples and it's all really
1: fruits. cute it's real or cute it's a
2: hammock it's a mm-hmm. hammock um and i this finished listening to my audiobook okay and i was listening to uh it ends with us by colleen hoover
1: i went for another coho oh my gosh she went right into it huh the book was so good. It this it's ends with so... us. It ends with us.
2: Yeah, but it was emotionally exhausting.
1: <laughs> like Fuck. it was just,
2: just a lot. It was so okay. Much. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I know. It was heavy. It was like it was like eight hours of audio too. So oh it was my. an investment. And it was mm-hmm. just I just finished it and I was like,
1: <sighs> this is too much. Oh
2: it was too much it was too much it's too much for a Sunday and then I also finished that other book that I was reading maybe you should Mm -hmm. talk to someone by Mm -hmm. uh, Jodi oh my gosh that book was really good I sped through that one it was just sending me little nuggets
1: I know there's little
2: nuggets in it, but it was like a it was one of those books that treads that line between like because she's a therapist. There was some technical aspects to it, but not so much so that it was like hard to grasp. Dry, you know what I mean? Like sometimes. Yeah. Like you're like, who cares about okay, Like yeah, the Shakespeare stuff in that, that one book yeah. where you're like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But there's some of it, but she 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 does it in a way where it's relevant to the situation that she's explaining. And she also talks about her own life and her own troubles, which is interesting. That is coming interesting. from a therapist. Yes. Yeah. And it kind of made you feel in a way almost a little bit better because you're like, she was still would spiral and be illogical as mm-hmm. a therapist, which obviously mm-hmm. like there's still you're still a human, but mm-hmm. like everybody does it.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's nice. It would be I haven't read the book, but I'm I would like to read it. But um it's nice to see a professional be vulnerable about their profession and not just be like, I'm, I'm a therapist and I am perfect because I can compartmentalize and do things and cope just fine. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. And,
2: and if anything, it made me like, I made me want to have her as my therapist because she seemed like a nice. real person, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like, Oh, this person would understand where I'm coming from. Anyway, her name is Lori. I don't know. Lori got got G o w t l i e b, that's a weird one. Yeah, Gottlieb. Gottlieb. Yeah, Yep. Anyway, would yes. recommend.
1: What are you reading? Okay, I finished up. Smoke gets in your eyes. Great mm. book. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved that book. It was really good. It was good. Um, and now I'm reading Never Saw Me Coming by oh, yeah. Vera Curlin. Yeah, Curlin, I think would be how you pronounce the last name. And Ooh. I'm only like three chapters in, but this girl is a psycho, and it Love is a psycho. It's from her perspective. The book is told from her perspective, and I'm a psycho, like Verity. Yeah, but she knows she's a psycho.
2: Oh, deliberate yeah. psycho. Mm-hmm. That's fun.
1: That's like she's like, fun. I'm a psychopath. This is what I want to do. And this is how I'm gonna do it. Yikes. But she's like a, ge- she's also like a genius. So she's gone to yeah. school. Like it's set in college. Anyways. Yeah. How unfortunate that that's usually how it happens.
2: Yeah. Right. Like you should only be a genius if you're em- empathetic and you're gonna do something positive in the world. <laughs> like
1: yeah. Why can't that be a prerequisite? Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's all I'm reading. Oh, have you listened to the podcast, Sweet Bobby? No. Do you like a catfish story? Obviously. You should listen to it. It's a catfish story. So who's it by? What kind is it? What, what? It's like a, a British. Oh, I don't even know. It's British? Know, but, yeah, it's British. Um, But I don't know. It's okay, just sweet. Cool. Yeah, sweet Bobby. I've been like binging Where did on you that. find it? Tell me. Who told, who talked about it? I don't even remember. I don't honestly, I can't remember where I was just like, yeah, I'm going to listen to that.
2: Does it look like this?
1: Yeah, it has like a mosaic, yeah, mosaic of tortoise. Yeah, it says tortoise is the yeah. I've
2: never heard of that. Subscribe! I'm excited. (laughs) I think I need to like. I think I need to pause on the audiobook for a little Mm -hmm. bit because it gets a little like obsessive.
1: Oh yeah, I wouldn't.
2: It was also very weird. (laughs) because you're like, it's a book and like, you can listen to it whenever you want. So I'm just like doing stuff and just to listen to it. But, um, I don't know how I felt about a Colleen Hoover book on audio, particularly because of all the sex. Oh, she still goes. (laughs) That's a common theme. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was really weird hearing a woman tell me about a woman's sexual
1: experience. Oh my god. I fucking <laughs> probably was bright red reading that. Listening to it, I'd be like, oh my God, skip, 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 skip. Well, like you listen because you're like, what if something yeah, happened, important? Um
2: well, then you're just like, Jesus. I was listening to it in the um drive-thru lineup at uh Wendy's the other. <laughs> And it was getting really steamy and I was like if anyone can hear this they think I'm just like (laughs) (laughs) smite
1: because it's so graphic too (laughs) yes I'm just thinking of like parts of friggin Verity and (laughs) yeah
2: Yeah, it was ox I'm not sure if I like that that much but Yeah, I don't think I could do that. No,
1: (laughs) I don't think that's the book to start on audiobook for me.
2: Nope, no. You know what I have been wanting to listen to, though, which might be good, is I want to um, listen to Firekeeper's Daughter.
1: I I was just going to say,
2: I wanted to listen to that. I'm just going to talk really briefly about how we took part in Summer's Turning Pages book club discussion on Verity, and it was so fun. And her mom
1: was there, and her mom is funny. (laughs) We have some new babes. And I might have shouted out Charlotte more than once, but just do hello. it every week. Hey, Charlotte. <laughs> hey, what's up, girl? What's up? And Cindy, which I think Caitlin knows.
2: Oh yes, that, is, that
1: future <laughs> mother-in-law. mother-in-law. Future mother-in-law.
2: Hello. <laughs> I don't uh, think she listens. She's probably just curious.
1: She's like, "What's the, what is this that she's posting? What goes on, on in here? What goes hello? on in here?" <laughs> Um, are you gonna suggest her to read Verity or?
2: <laughs> you know what? I was actually thinking about it's fitting too because today is my mom's birthday. So I was thinking about what my mom. My mom used to love to read. Like she yeah. would read, and she would read like young adult books. I remember mm-hmm. she would read them, mm-hmm. and I think that she would read along with us I really do oh, think that she would I think so
1: too yeah and I think Aww. she'd like
2: being able to post on a Facebook group and stuff
1: yes I could so, see her enjoying and it made fa- me Facebook think group. like
2: how I feel like she would have read Verity and like had opinions about it <laughs> <laughs> and it would have been funny yeah. I would have laughed because yes, I've had my you... mom fix my strap on before so. <laughs> this is not true this is from the Facebook group with Summer <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a strap on.
1: I-, I die. Sure, you don't. Sure, sure. Are you okay over there? <laughs> I'm dying. Oh, you're dying. oh anyway. my God. Yeah. Okay. Who else? um So we have, yes, Leanne, a different Leanne than the Leanne I know. Hello. Le- Hi. Lena? Lena? I don't know if. Lena maybe? Lena? Is Lena? L-E-N-A? Yes. Lena? Lena? Yeah. Lena? Hi. And Hi. Michelle? Hi. 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 Thanks for coming here. Thanks for joining new babes. Enjoy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Psych. 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 <laughs> Trick Have we been almost doing this for a year? Almost. Is Almost. it in February or, or March? March. I think it's in March. March. Okay, cool.
1: Well, or April. No, <clears throat> April, first week of April. I looked at this the other day. First week of April. April. Showers, bring May flowers. Okay, let's talk about this. Oh, true. Okay. damn book. Yes.
0: Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back.
2: So we're, we're reading. Reading. We're so we're reading. So we're reading. So we're reading. They forward. both die at the end. They both die at the end. <laughs> 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 they both were reading. They both die at the end. Part one. The full yes. part one. Yes. All of it. And we and we're we're meeting two characters. Mateo. Yes. Mateo. Are you sure.
1: Uh yeah, Matteo. Not-
2: no, I thought it was, um, Mado,
1: Mado, <laughs> Mado,
2: like tomato, but without the Tom.
1: Mado, Mado. Hello, my name's Mado, Mado,
2: no, Mateo and Rufus. <clears throat> yeah. Do you want to take,
1: take it, away? it away? All right. I'll be Mado today. Okay. okay. Um, so yeah, part one is called death cast. And we start out with Mateo um, Torres. And it's September 5th, 2017. It's 1222 AM. And they get an alert on their phone from Deathcast. And that means that he is going to die today. He's actually afraid to die. And that's been something that he's been struggling with it seems like his whole life because he's Mm -hmm. very closed off very Mm -hmm. quote unquote loner um he gets the call while he's reading a blog called the countdowners um these like follow do you remember yeah I think
2: it was called like my dead space or something
1: yeah do you remember that yeah yeah that's
2: kind of what that blog reminded me of
1: yeah yeah so
2: like the people who might not know for people who are younger than us, my dead space was supposedly people who had died's MySpace account. Yes, yes. And you could just yes. like peek into their little life. Yeah,
1: it was weird, but it's yes. Pretty morbid now that you think about it. But anyway, it is, yes. Um, the Countdowners blog is um, uh, articles, I guess, and um, document their day. Um, yeah, it's like, he said it's
2: essentially like Twitter yeah like like a
1: live feed of their day essentially Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um these people are called deckers people who are going to die that day he was hoping that the thought of being afraid of death would kind of like jinx it um so that he would be able to quote unquote grow up um and figure his life out um we also find out that mateo is only 18 years old so this is going to be like a um tragic i guess maybe life cut short type of death quote unquote Mm -hmm. um we also find out that mateo's dad is in the intensive care and he's in a coma and he's by himself because his mother also ended up dying during childbirth Mm -hmm. so this has made him felt like he's marked for an early death because of this like he took his mother's life almost Mm -hmm. Um, finally he answers the phone and psych they're looking for timothy but actually not psych they just got the wrong person (laughs) oh my god she's like it's been a long day (laughs) yeah and then it's like but you're telling me that i'm gonna die today yeah anyway right andrea's got things to do she's got to move on yeah she's busy yeah so she andrea informs him that sometimes in the sometime in the next 24 hours he's gonna die Um, we find out that the heralds, which are what the people who call, um, are called, um, Mm -hmm. they don't know how you're going to die when in the next 24 to hours, they don't know anything like that. Um, so if you ask, they can't help you with any more information other than that, you're going to die that day. Um, she's like very, just going through like her script, essentially, Mm -hmm. she's like very Mm -hmm. uninterested or whatever, um, and she's just like, okay, now just go over to deathcast.com and fill out your final request. <laughs> Could you
2: imagine? And you can also put in your inscription for your, your headstone. <laughs> your
1: headstone. Yeah. Like uh, it's bizarre, but anyways, this is, I'm interested to see where this book ends up, but, and then he outlines a bit of his life and saying like, well, there's only two people that he's going to miss when he's dead. And that's his dad and Lydia who ends up being his best friend.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, He's talks about kind of like how his personality is. He's always been paranoid. He's never really done anything because of the possibility of death. Like he's never been a yes person. He's just always said no, because he's quote unquote, too scared to do anything. Mm -hmm. Um, He's also like realizing all the lost opportunities he has so he's kind of really going down a spiral of avoidance and regret and that kind of stuff which is sad and I can understand I sympathize with Mateo a lot I told Caitlin this mm-hmm. um but yeah so he's he's feeling remiss i guess on all of the lost opportunities and the opportunities to have made friends and mm-hmm. he was kind of thinking about the future mateo and how he was hoping that person would have be like more loose and like lived his life a little bit more
2: yeah he was like a future thinker like there are people yeah. like that who like live in the future how like mm-hmm. it will get better and so they mm-hmm. don't really like do anything about the present. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. That's exactly Mm -hmm. what he's like. He's just like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I was hoping like, those were my hopes for future Mateo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so then, so it's been 20 minutes since he's got the call and he's decided that he's not going to tell anybody, um, except his dad but he doesn't count because he's not awake doesn't want to tell anybody because he doesn't want to spend the day second guessing if people are just like being nice to him because he's dying or going to die that day it seems like he's kind of like all over the place um so he's like thinking Mm -hmm. about this and then he's like I have to force myself to go outside so it seems like he's very like well we find out a little bit later but he's like very scared to like leave the apartment Mm
2: -hmm. that he's Mm -hmm. living in
1: so, mm-hmm. which
2: I mean, like, I feel like I would be too. Yes.
1: Yes. But I think that that's something that he struggles with every day, not true. just yeah, today. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. True. Totally.
1: Um, so he's made a, a plan that, okay, I'm going to go see dad. And then I'm going to go see Lydia and her baby Penny, who he's the godfather of. Um, and just kind of try and have a really nice day again, not tell. Lydia that he's gonna die um Lydia would you be pissed I don't know I don't know I this book has made me think a lot about yeah what I want to know I don't I wouldn't want to know if I was gonna die that day. yeah but what I but what I want to know if somebody I loved was gonna die that day like yeah. You know what I mean?
2: I think like, I think if you knew that you were going to die and you came and you saw me and you didn't tell me, I would like probably be pissed.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would be upset that I guess you, the it's that finality,
2: knew. like being able to be like, I could have if it, especially if it was like really like benign or like even if you got into an argument or something, like yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'd be like, tell me, like take let me take the help you with that burden. That's a huge burden.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just I don't know how I feel about the whole death cast thing. It's yeah. strange. It's strange. The other for thing
2: sure. too, I don't know if you're getting to this, but I did a little bit of mathy math for the book, and it looks like mm-hmm. the death cast has only been around for six years prior to right. this moment with KO. Mm-hmm.
1: right which
2: is weird it's like a fairly recent thing mm-hmm.
1: yeah yes it does seem like it's I didn't have exact time but it is like a recent mm-hmm. uh, kind of service I guess I yeah I don't know then we kind of end up that he's writing thank you notes to his neighbors and that he's ready to go out but then actually no he's not gonna go okay bye that's what he's saying he's like
2: <laughs> i gotta do it i gotta do it i don't want to do it it's Mm-mm. like me forcing myself to exercise these days
1: okay <laughs> like, i'll do it i don't want no, do to do it but okay, I no i don't do it
2: i just better do it okay so next we meet Ruf- rufus how would you say this emetario 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 I think, yeah, Emma Terrio, I, I
1: should have Emma-
2: that up. Terio. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's currently beating up his ex girlfriend's new boyfriend. He mm-hmm. seems pretty scrappy. Mm-hmm. He's with his two friends. Their names are Tago and Malcolm. Suddenly, he gets a call from Deathcast. And at first, I think he thinks that it's this guy, Peck, who he's beating up. I think he thinks it's his phone. Mm-hmm. And then they realize that it is not his phone and that it, it ain't his. Rufus's phone. It's yours. Um, so it's ringing and ringing and ringing. Uh, We're finding out some stuff, like as Rufus is like debating answering the phone, and so we find out that Rufus's sister couldn't get her seatbelt undone as the car flipped into the Hudson River, which like seemed really monumental. And then we find out that his sister and his mom died, and he ended up in foster care, and so that's how he he kind of got where he is. He decides to take the call he's kind of sassy with the herald who's called him um he asks how they know when people will die and the herald says he obviously can't disclose that information um or does he says he doesn't know kind of thing and rufus is like it's bullshit they probably do know like blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm um he starts to challenge the herald on the phone and then the herald tells him a story this is sad the herald tells him a story about having to call a four-year-old girl's mother to to say that the four-year-old was going to die and then having to call the police afterwards because he wasn't sure if the mother was the reason why the -hmm. four-year-old girl was gonna die (laughs) yeah yeah like that's pretty fucked Mm mm-hmm yeah because he's Um,
1: like how can you like aren't you pissed off that you have to call and tell like young people that they're going to tragically die yeah like yeah anyway like why is this your job (laughs) why why did you use uh, yeah why are you working
2: here it's confusing it is very confusing I Mm -hmm. I feel like there are so many questions about this concept but yeah it's just the book um so then we find out that Rufus was beating Peck because he was spreading rumors about why Amy, which was Rufus's ex-girlfriend, why he, why she left him. Um, and then we also find out that Tego and Malcolm are Rufus's BFFs.
1: BFF. BFF. Yeah. They're yeah. loyal to the end. To the end. So now it's one oh six AM and we're back with Mateo back in his room and he's feeling better that he's back in his room and he decides to keep reading the countdowners article about keith who's 22 years old and a bit of a loner he preferred spending time with his dog turbo which i mean obviously that's me i would do that um so now he's looking for um a good home for his for turbo so that's how he's spending like his last day, um, and they both enjoy um, spending time in Central Park. So obviously, this book is taking place in New York.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and he had posted that he's going to take uh, go for a run with Turbo because that was like their favorite thing to do. And then his mm-hmm. feed just stops. Mm -hmm. so he's like wondering like what ended up happening and he could look it up but he doesn't um and he's just essentially distracting himself by reading other people's stories and deck other Mm -hmm. deckers feeds and life it seems Uh, like that's
2: what he did before mm -hmm. he got the call though too
1: yes exactly like he likes to yeah distract himself with this countdowners yeah like it's almost like
2: he's so like afraid of death and dying in a way that he's also infatuated with other people and like how they deal with it
1: yeah the obsession of it is just like yeah over completely overtaking
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. The only thing that I have that I thought was funny is that he sees the dirty dishes in the sink and he's
1: like, well, here's the dirty dishes for my dad. Yes. Yes. (laughs) He's just like, yeah. He's like, okay, I've got to go now. Like this is now I've got to go. Yeah. Yeah. Pulls himself (laughs) away on the the way out the door. Actually, I can't, I swear this isn't a distraction. (laughs) yeah, Yeah.
2: Then we find out that They call themselves the Pluto crew. And after Rufus obviously got the call, they're being a little bit more careful on their bikes tonight. Mm -hmm. They decide to go back to Pluto, which is their foster Mm -hmm. home. Um, They pass a club that allows people who are going to die to come in, like maybe underage people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was, that is strange. If you yeah. found
2: out you were going to die, would you want to go party? Like, go- No,
1: no, <laughs> that wouldn't be my first stop. No, no that's
2: so weird. It's so weird. No. Anyway, so I wrote down a little quote here because there's a girl outside the club who's obviously crying and some guy like hits on her and it's disgusting. And Rufus makes this interesting observation that she's grieving herself. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking about how interesting that concept is. Mm-hmm. Because if you were called in perfectly healthy and perhaps even young and you were called one day and were told that you were going to die within the next 24 hours, could be sooner, like that'd be so fucked. <laughs> you would be grieving yeah. yourself yeah, and like everything you had or had not done or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Rufus decides that he wants to have a funeral because you can have your own awake funerals when you know mm-hmm. you're going to die and he calls amy or actually we find out that amy and rufus met at the foster home um and rufus is sad he doesn't want to go
1: mm-hmm. like he doesn't um, want to die no no um so we also find out a, a bit about like um why tago and malcolm um ended up in foster care as well I don't know if that's important but I just made yeah I didn't really know either if you want to talk, about <laughs> um Malcolm's parents had died in a fire when he was 13 and Tago's parents left or his mom left him when he was a child and then his dad left him three years ago when the he couldn't pay the bills anymore um, and then Tago found out that his father ended up dying by suicide, like a few months after that. Sad. So, so there are some sad circumstances behind each of them. Mm-hmm. Um. So Mateo's still scrolling on countdowners, which I can understand. I feel like I go down a scroll spiral too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So he's still watching other people's last day. Um, he's reflecting on his dad and the, uh, he takes the photo of the two of them that his dad has kept so that it'll be there for his dad when he wakes up. So like, he is very like, obviously his dad means a lot to him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Then he's like, okay, I'm actually going to go to the hospital. And then he's like, no
2: he also writes his oh yes for his tombstone mm-hmm.
1: yeah and you, you can only have eight words You've well, only got eight words <sighs> he's i don't he's even, claimed- I tried to think about what i would write i was like well, what would i write i don't know here lies chantelle here lies chantelle she loved brandy <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: i feel like i would i'd want to be like caitlin Loves, Ruby naps,
1: <laughs> books, crafts, crafts, animals, maybe Marty. <laughs> <laughs> Summertime. <laughs> Marty's got the axe. No. So yeah, he's only allowed. 11- he's only got yeah eight words so he decides well he was like going through a bunch that are very self-deprecating like Mm -hmm. he's worthless he didn't really um, amount to anything but then he decides on one that ends up being here lies mateo um he lived for everyone um so yeah which is weird and he is self-aware enough that he realizes that he can't do this alone, which I mean like leaving the apartment. He can't do this alone. So, and he still doesn't want to tell Lydia either. So he needs a coach. So he downloads the app called the last friends app. Mm -hmm. And this is for people who are like lonely deckers. So it sounds like people who are kind of like loners maybe don't have a lot of friends, that kind of things. But it's very different from the app called Necro, which is a which is the ultimate hookup app because it's no strings attached. For a decker. <laughs> For a decker.
2: <laughs> Jeez, Louisa. And there so, was also a last friend serial killer.
1: Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I guess and then all all I guess all of his I guess everything's like seems like it's all like tied together technology wise because like all of his yes. money has been deposited to his like account already which yeah, is $2000. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, I'm going to go visit this world travel arena where like mm-hmm. people can go and experience environments and cultures of around the world." whatever he fills out his profile on last friends and he's feeling hopeful at least I Mm -hmm. guess but Mm -hmm. like I don't know anyways so then the boys go
2: back to the foster house and um Rufus tells Tago and Malcolm to go wake up the foster parents I didn't write down their names so if you did Jen
1: Jen Laurie and Francis and Francis
2: um they're obviously sad when they get woken up there's so much that happens but I feel like it's Mm -hmm. just like yeah there's just so much Mm -hmm. um and then Amy arrives and or Rufus is like what the fuck because she's got peck with her and that's the guy that they were beating Mm -hmm. up at the beginning Mm -mm. and he had said I never want to see your face for the rest of my life or whatever and here yeah, he is face. Face. yes 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 mm-hmm.
1: he I do appreciate how they could have made the foster parents really like I feel like stereotypically usually like a foster parent is like painted in a bad light a lot of the mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. but they ma- really made Jen and Francis seem really nice mm-hmm. and caring mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. nice to see Anyways. yeah I like that too um, Mateo is logged on to last friends. There's 42 other people in New York on right now. He gets, a a message, his first message from a woman named Wendy May green. She's 19 years old, but she's not a Decker. She's just someone looking to console Deckers. Um, he figures that she's reaching out cause he, they like the same book series. Um, she has awful texting. Ability She's super insensitive. She's She's very insensitive and she's like very rude. Anyways, she's like, starts off like, bet you wish you, um, had a death cloaking spell. I guess that's like a reference to their book. That's like, that's rude.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Like I do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) She's just being like really nosy, but in like a not a like caring or empathetic way she's just like no. what was the call like I bet you're scared and it's just like no but like why worst. do all the
2: boys why what does she say why do all the why do all you boys stop talking to me or something? yeah yeah because you're fucking crazy and rude yeah.
1: yeah so it sounds like this app is kind of just full of asshole kind of people yeah. yeah so there's like people asking him for like his weed there's people asking if he has a couch that's in good couch. shape <laughs> and, oh like, my God. Um, and then he starts off a, a conversation with somebody named Philly and it seems like a little bit promising but then he s- tells him that he has the cure for death but it's in his pants <laughs> <laughs> yikes so then he's hopeful and starts a conversation with L and who he's thinking maybe third time's a charm. But maybe yep. we'll see.
2: Maybe we'll see. Okay, so Amy is pissed, obviously, because yeah. Peck's face is, like, fucked because they were beating him up. Um, we find out that she left Pluto because her aunt was able to take her in. Um, and that Peck had told her she needed a clean slate, which is why she broke up with Rufus, which is pretty sad. I guess mm-hmm. also she's thinking that, like, maybe they had grown apart or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. there is a part where Rufus is, like, how as much as it sucks, he's, like, happy that she kept it real with him mm-hmm. and, like, didn't just, you know. Be
1: sympathetic feel, because like, he was tell- dying. Yeah
2: yeah exactly which is exactly what um mateo was kind of worried about right so it's interesting um they decide to have the funeral which is essentially just a bunch of people like talking to him telling him stuff which would be so awkward Uh, like that's it'd be like someone singing happy birthday to you but like 30 times worse
1: (laughs) yeah yeah that would be so trippy like and watching people grieve in front of you about you Oh, oh I don't know how I don't know I don't think I'd feel that no and like
2: saying all the nice things and you're like no like I I'm the same as you I don't like taking a compliment
1: so you're like I ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> what yeah. I'm uncomfortable now yeah. can you just text this to me <laughs> um
2: he says that he his family had decided against a funeral so that he's mm-hmm. never been to a Decker funeral so it's new for him and obviously quite weird because it's his um this is kind of interesting i wrote down a quote he said i spent a lot of time feeling guilty for living after i lost my family and now i can't beat this weird decker guilt for dying knowing i'm leaving this crew behind so Mm -hmm. that's a really interesting dichotomy of having that guilt between the two Mm -hmm. things
1: there yeah Um, i made a note about that too it was interesting
2: yeah, yeah. I like that line. I think mm-hmm. I feel, yeah. And I feel like there's so much more to uncover with Rufus for the rest of the book in terms of his family and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there's definitely way more going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, Amy speaks to him and it's sad. Mm-hmm and then suddenly the police arrive like Rufus sees the cop lights the cop car lights outside the window and yeah he's like did someone call the cops and Peck is like yeah he assaulted me like what a dick what a fucking asshole (laughs) he's gonna fucking die he's gonna die and you're like better call the cops (laughs) um so then everybody is like on Rufus's side to get him to escape except for Peck obviously but like even his foster parents are like yeah go out the back (laughs) like we'll distract them Mm -hmm. so that's what he does he escapes out the back door as everyone covers from him and he's able to get his bike from the front which is good and he has his helmet because he doesn't want to die like safety first
1: yeah that's such an asshole move like he can't even say goodbye like I know I know I know and I
2: think he touches on that Yes, later he does. Like how yeah. uncomfortable he is with yeah. that mm-hmm. and how he's mm-hmm. like then suddenly forced into being alone
1: mm-hmm.
2: which yeah. like you don't want like
1: anyway yeah yeah so turns out third time was not a charm L's <laughs> account just like spans him a bunch of videos so then he's like I need it off of here so he decides to play video games which I don't know I don't know I don't anyways um well he's just avoiding leaving yes he's avoiding which I understand I can understand this yeah um uh, he dies in the video game Mm -hmm. and he this like enrages him because your character respawns like it's instantaneous like the person Mm -hmm. comes back to life and this yeah just feels like an anger spiral where he's like actually like Ripping maps off the wall, throwing like his books around. Um, and that's probably, I mean, it's not like a great way to take out your anger, but I mean, maybe I think it does help him kind of push past some mm-hmm. things.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things too is that he was mad about all the books he'll never read.
1: Yes. Like, yeah. mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I feel like that's something I'd be mad at too. If all of a sudden I, I was going
1: to
2: be like, I've got yeah. so many like TBRs. What the no. that's not fair. Yeah. I'm gonna goal <laughs> this year. I want to meet it.
1: How am I supposed to read 30 books in a day?
2: Huh? <laughs> fuck. Oh man, you could like listen. You could probably listen to you could probably four, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. You could probably listen to five audiobooks on double speed. <laughs> In one day. You wouldn't understand it. And then he fucked her from behind. It was so much worse. It was like him putting his finger at- Oh Lloyd. <laughs> uh,
1: Lloyd. Oh lord <laughs> Colleen Hoover okay. needs Jesus.
2: I don't know. Or she like anyway <laughs> <Yeah>. anyway <laughs> okay oh, I so rufus is thinking about how he he left and he's like viking mm-hmm. trying to find cover he's not sure if the cops are gonna come for him like whatever so he's thinking obviously now about how if death death had called sooner none of what happened tonight would have happened and he wouldn't have ended up entirely alone Mm-hmm. but then he's thinking about oh if death cast had a call two weeks ago if death cat has had a call two months ago like none of all of these events would have happened and i think he kind of realizes that he's like spiraling so mm-hmm. it's one of those things but it does suck that he's entirely alone and it's also interesting later on when he, they two of them talk like we yeah, obviously they're gonna get together or whatever but how he asks like like Are you okay with potentially seeing me die? So it's again this other dichotomy about like being forced to be alone. But he probably wouldn't have wanted his friends to have been with him when he died either. Like Mm -hmm. it's that I feel like he's very caught up about. Which is Mateo is too. Like he's super confused about, or like caught up in like wanting to be someone that he's not. Like they both have Mm -hmm. these push and pull sort of about Mm them hopefully that's resolved before they die like if they just get together and both die instantly and the book is just like <laughs> bye okay don't there. know it's just like death cast chats or whatever yeah. <laughs> Shady chats. okay um he's obviously feeling ripped off from goodbyes both with his family who died prematurely and his friends because he's dying now um he decides he doesn't have to die alone and he sees like a uh, ad on a wall for this last friend app and he downloads it and it's b- funny they both said like how fast it downloaded <laughs> like they're like mm-hmm. wow this downloaded so fast like it's like yeah.
1: these people it's need very friends weird yeah,
2: yeah. I'm yeah. also watching squid games currently so it's like
1: <laughs> it's all a lot <laughs> I don't think I could watch that show
2: it's not as bad as you'd think it is but it's pretty fucking weird
1: yeah I understand the concept of it but it's Justin watched it I was just like no not for me I don't think it's just
2: kind of weird anyway Mm -hmm. but it's just that concept of like um something higher up like being in charge of your life in that way Mm -hmm. that kind of freaks me out
1: Mm -hmm.
2: like I don't totally love that
1: idea (laughs) yeah no 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 no
2: um and then the other thing I I noticed that Rufus has been struggling with is the idea of being like a good or a bad person like Mm -hmm. he's under the impression that he's a bad person it doesn't sound like he was really like the type to be beating like he had never beaten someone up before that was the Mm -hmm. first time that night and Mm -hmm. he wasn't like a stereotypical bad kid Mm -hmm. um but he feels like he was good when his family was alive and then Bad after it's very like that's a really weird yeah. thing he's going through, right?
1: Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I assume that will probably sort through like a lot of emotions and feelings and like the back and forth and push and pull of mm-hmm. all of it. Mm-hmm. Um. So Mateo ends up finding Rufus on um, Last Friends. Mm -hmm. and he messages him which is not like Mateo he wouldn't usually reach out to somebody Mm -hmm. um they start talking and Rufus is shocked that Mateo hasn't even left his house yet and he got the call Mm -hmm. like three hours ago Mm -hmm. um so then Rufus is just like I'm video calling you and like just spontaneously which kind of freaks Mateo but he answers it they're pretty much um, opposites, eh? yes yes exactly yeah. they're completely mm-hmm. opposite
0: mm-hmm.
1: um rufus tells mateo that um him and his family were in a car accident in the huts uh where his the car crashed into the hudson like caitlin had said earlier and he had to watch them die so he was in the car accident
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and he's really trying to like get to Mateo like that he needs to get out of the house. He needs to go mm-hmm. and experience things and do things. He convinces Matteo to go out on one condition that Rufus has to come to his apartment. Mm-hmm. Um and do then, you think like, he's agoraphobic? I was thinking like yeah he's that's what now he I'm is. wondering
2: if because we haven't heard about him leaving well I guess to go to mm-hmm. Lydia's house.
1: Yeah in the hospital but like I don't no yeah Yeah. that's what I was feeling like maybe he only goes to the places that he absolutely has to like it doesn't Mm -hmm. seem like Mm he strays from like a routine or path because his neighbors were helping him out too right Mm -hmm. they were checking on him and everything like Mm -hmm. that so they also talk about like are you okay with like potentially seeing me die Mateo has to really think about that like he tells him yeah it's okay but Mm -hmm. I think he's really nervous about like that potential watching somebody die which is why rufus gets into Mm -hmm. the story of like how Mm -hmm. awful it is to watch somebody die um -hmm. so yeah essentially he's nervous and he's waiting for rufus to show up but i did like the um quote at the end of the chapter i wrote it down too (laughs) (laughs) no matter how we choose to live we both die at the end at the end Which is true for literally every single human on the earth right now. Oh, touche. Yeah. Right? We do both die at the end.
2: We all do. super true. I've been thinking a little bit about like middle-aged, like being middle-aged. Because we're not necessarily middle-aged yet, but we could be.
1: We could be. Like depending on how long you live. (laughs) Yeah. Or we could be at the end of our life right now. We don't know. Ah! (laughs) I don't know. It's weird. It's just this weird it's, thing. It's weird. It is weird. I think that this will bring up I hope everybody's okay reading this book. Like mm-hmm, Caitlin mm-hmm. had reached out to me and was like, Are you gonna be okay reading this book? Because like I do um empathize with Mateo a lot. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. being scared of death is a valid thing. Like yeah. And it's a lot to work through. Yeah. Especially yeah. being obsessive about it.
2: Yes, totally it would be difficult and i mean mm-hmm. he had lost his mother of course yeah so yeah. and then now his dad's in a coma which is probably mm-hmm. just like also
1: yeah hyper activating all of those feelings yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: i'm going to be honest like when i read that first chapter like mateo's first chapter i was like i don't know if i want to read this book like if it wasn't a book club book i probably would have stopped reading it yeah, Cause yeah i just cuz was... i was just kind of like i don't know i don't know i don't know if this is good i don't know how like i don't know about this <laughs>
1: Yeah. I wasn't like, I read, I had read Mateo's chapter earlier in the week and then I mm-hmm. didn't pick it up again mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. like yesterday. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. But then it was interesting because I saw Summer's comment and I was like, well, I wonder if it gets better. And I, w-
1: I will say, I think it like, cause I'm, I've caught myself thinking about yes. it. Yeah. Yes. I have. I have been as well. And it's really making me think about like, I don't know, maybe it's morbid to think about it, but Maybe because I've also read the smoke gets in your eyes at the same Mm -hmm, time. mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. yeah, like, it's really interesting to think about death and death rituals. And anyways, that's for another day. That's like, we're not a therapy podcast. (laughs)
2: See you later. (laughs) Maybe Maybe we could be. (laughs) Maybe we could be. Brain club, babes. Brain club, (laughs) babes.
1: Rewire your brain club, babes.
2: (laughs) we're no no we're not gonna tell you how to do it
1: we're no, just no, gonna no. talk about it we're just gonna talk about our own <laughs> fucked up heads
2: our own idiosyncrasies. <laughs> yeah 50 milligrams
1: is all left every day
2: baby keeps the doctor away <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah all right so we're hey. reading part two next week
1: we're gonna read i part love two.
2: this for us i love yes. this for us it's so minimal easy. effort effort, effort.
1: Bang! 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 Bang!
2: Okay. All right. Cool.
1: Okay. See you next week. Read part two. Okay. Thanks bye. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye.
2: Thank you so much for listening. Please join us over at the Book Club Babes Facebook group for book discussions and to make your book recommendations, or on Instagram
1: at bookclubbabes.pod.